Blog Talk Radio. And good evening. This is a late night Gina's Groove Theory. Welcome. I'd like to thank you for showing up and being supportive in everything that I do. God bless you all. Tonight's show, Woman of Integrity, Changing the Mindset of Our Sisters. There are many things in life that we must get in touch with our like kind. And the most important is our treatment of one another as women, mothers, sisters, friends, married, and unmarried. These different roles that we have been designated by birth give us our uniqueness and our common bond. There have been many negative stereotypical analogies from our male counterparts, which are public, public knowledge and are mostly made of, of myths and biblical stories of past and how we stand in the eyesight of others who are judging us. In totality, it is the soul, it's solely our individual accounting of how we live that sets the standard for our character and the content thereof. We have to dispel the supporting, we have to dispel these, dispel, I'm sorry, pardon me, dispel, getting a little tongue twisted, because I have a lot to share with you in a short time. We have to dispel these, these, characteristics by supporting and uplifting and unifying with each other and finding our greatness together. I came up with this topic today in hanging out with my best friend and stopping by a friend of ours. That's another reason I want to make sure that some of you guys were able to be here. Uh, I know some of you get off late, so I'm going to try what 10 o'clock looks like. The more, the merrier, the greater. The more voices to be heard, the better. I've compilated a series of writings for women. And these women-motivated writings are in the sense of trying to unify us and bring us together, to stop what we have amongst ourselves. Our counterparts get along, they support each other, they're good friends, they're brothers, they have a brotherhood. We need a sisterhood. I'm gonna start by telling you what we need to do. And I'm willing, and I hope you are too. We need to band together to make ourselves accustomed to each other as women, mothers, leaders, friends, and sisters in Christ. We have given life to the world's most prominent form of mankind. We share in many things that we deny. As women, I encourage all my sisters who are in Nepali, kindred spirits, to start working on building more positive relationships with one another. Instead of being what we were stigmatized, for instance, Don't betray your sisters. Represent for your sisters. Speak up for your sisters. If the opportunity presents itself, don't give aid to a man who infidelity has a hold on. If you meet a man who has a woman, wife, or girlfriend, do the right thing. Be the bigger woman and be strong and decisive about how you won't accomplish to his wrongdoing. And how we are to do this is by stepping into the shoes and honestly ask yourself, how would you feel if your mate were hers? and wanted to strike up a relationship regardless to what his disappointments or compl- and or complaints about his situation. Consider this. There are two sides to every story, and the one who's telling it is most only expressing what they feel, and that can only be one-sided simply because it's an accounting of one of two individuals in that relationship. Now, if you have the opportunity to speak to the other party, then you, you may have the full story, maybe not the whole truth, but you can at least find out the position, the overall status of the marriage, courtship, 
relationship, etc. One of the main accusations that I have heard from my male counterparts in reference to women's species, to the woman species, that's us, and her fellow tribe, is that women are conniving, deliberate, catty, backstabbing, envious, and last but not least, excellent at hiding, creating, initiating, manipulating men to the point of confusion, and successfully covering their tracks. Yes, that is just a few of the carved in stone stereotypical definitions of, the, of a woman they have encountered, of the women they have encountered, and without admitting any fault to the dysfunction or claim of responsibility for the part that they played in the, in the deterioration and collapse of the failed relationship. So, as women, in respect to other women, decline any participation in the further disruption or separation that could lead to a divorce and or the crumbling of a foundation that stood before your existence. And that more than likely will end up in the destruction of a family and all that came with it. Speak up and say what a respectable woman would, who has compassionate for others would say. Call me when it's over. And all the emotional ties are cut and no longer an emotional hardship on the absent partner. God bless and remember to keep a man's to keep a man to get a man's respect, you have to show him that you want it and not what he wants you to believe. If we can get this right, we can take control of our destinies and show up our integrity, pride, self-worth, and dispel the myths that have played our, our existence ever since Eve manipulated Adam to eat the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden and changed the views of people how and how they feel about us from that day forward. That is in lieu of women, all women, that we must stand in support of one another. We must represent for one another, respect one another, respect their relationships, respect their place. If you can't be a blessing in someone's life, in a woman's life, then don't be a detriment. A woman is created by the trials and tribulations that she experiences in her process from birth to adulthood. And as she lives and learns her place in the world, she will come into her womanhood. She will make her way where she can build her monarchy as the queen she was born to be. There will be many people and circumstances that will require her attention. Her family comes first before her own needs. She makes sacrifices for her very existence. Not that she will ever get the recognition of her counterparts, but that she can be innovative with tasks that lies ahead of her in her journey to self-reliance. She can be all that is needed to inspire the one she loves and holds close to her heart. She is naturally resourceful in engineering and how she deals with everyday struggles that make her resilient, courageous, and her determination to achieve goals to establish herself and her independence in a man-dominated society. Her battles she meets head on and with confidence. And what others whom she nurtured as a mother, she will set the standard for them to follow. A woman's life is ever-changing, and her situational elements present in her memory. While she encourages others around her, every step she will take will result in the advancement of cognitive abilities and initiating her, her utilizing her inept comprehensive skills that lay dormant until she becomes aware of her surroundings, intuitively and her level of knowledge matures into wisdom. 
to the ones who know her best. She is a pioneer, a life giver. She is more than a woman. She represents with integrity, walks with grace when she enters a room. She was derived from the past hurt as she constantly reinvents herself and how she maneuvers through her elevation of life. This is dedicated to all the women in my life who have led the way. I honor you in all that you possess and the legacy that you left behind. You're priceless, and I thank you. If you know of a woman who demonstrates these qualities, please share this reminder of what she is, what she's installed in you. Please do so. Let her know. I want to share another with you. What is it that you want as a woman of integrity? For me, I want a compatible mate who is accepting of the path that God has chosen for me. I'm single and active member in all communities worldwide and local. I'm a writer, mother, and a companion of good people and support and lobby behind me. I am humble, humble and gracious. <laughs> Sounds like my nanny. Straightforward and through my walk of life. It will take just that. Bear with me. I'm getting a call in. Right. I am humble and gracious, straightforward, and through in the walk of life. It would take just that to be involved with me. Today I have learned that many tell their thoughts on love and relationship, and they don't come close to commitment. But as a woman, we must be aware of the signs of delusion and falsehood. Listen to what a man has to offer. If you hear the words of moments, and that can mean living in the moment, that loudly says, I'm living in the moment, and let's take it a day at a time. Seek to discover those options that are long-lasting. We know when it's going to be worth our time, but denial is so prominent in our emotional states. And they know this. As way to get your heart and fill up your mind with the possibilities that will never account for anything serious for you. I had to write this, to con- not to condemn, but to help myself and my sisters, where I found dysfunction in me. Words to live and love by. That's right. These are things that we must tend to. I see I have some callers out there that might want to join in. Please feel free. Some of you who are logging on online, you guys can also press 1. Press 1 if you're logging in and you'd like to speak. Or you can log online at www.blogtalkradio.com/forward/slash/gina-g-e-n-a-s-groove-g-r-o-o-v-e-theory-t-h-e-o-r-y-2012. And for those of you who are listening who would like to call in, feel free. The number is 917, area code 889-2650. And as well, I want to share this with you as well. I wrote this in terms of men. So this is more so a shout out to men. I wrote this at the time that I wrote this, I was feeling more so that sometimes we're misunderstood. Women are very unique creatures. And by that, we have so many different sides of us. But what's most important is that we are the life givers. We give life. We bring fruit, we bear them, and that's where we are. So when it comes to how our male counterparts deal with us, we have to get the respect from them by what we do, by what we choose. It's not really what is said about you. 
And it's not the stereotypical ideology that they have of us that really counts. What really counts is how we carry ourselves, the content of our character, how we support our sisters. If other people can, if other men, if men can do it, we can do it too. There's nothing wrong with uplifting your sister and being, being respectful of her. That means allowing her to be who she is while being yourself. I'm going to share this with you. And this I wrote in terms for men. And it's named, actually, Woman of Integrity. Woman of Integrity, beware. Could be, challenged, could be a challenge to the ego and cause a misunderstanding. To whomever it may concern, when you meet a woman who has integrity, self-worth, and a direction where she's headed, this lady is selective in her choices she makes, her plan of action, and she sets her sights on greatness. Now, she is kind, considerate, straightforward with what she won't and will not do, and you voluntarily let her know you aren't looking for a relationship. You are just, you're just look, looking to get to know her better. She's had you over for dinner. You took her out a couple of times, nothing pricey, just informal dining, i.e. Joe's Crab Shack, Sizzler, you get the idea. And you decide that she's indebted to you. You don't mention to her that's the way you feel, and with fellow attempts, turn around and get mad at her. And then you claim that you've been used and taken for granted, intentionally for benefit to gain. Time for you to fess up and get honest. When you went out with her, it was you who invited her, and you wouldn't take no for an answer. And she insisted, you insisted that she go. Now and over in every meeting, she has rejected mm-hmm, your unwanted advances and indirect suggestions for her to accompany to your place or to a no-strings-attached, with a no-strings-attached attitude. Well, everything would have been cool if you hadn't have come off so overly aggressive overpowering and borderline criminally offensive. Let me inform you of the facts. Eight out of 10 women are sexually abused or molested during their lifetime. The majority of cases, the predator is someone that they know, a friend of the family, family member, boyfriend, husband, or a trusted person with a hidden agenda. The burden of proof relying heavily on the woman's accounts of events surrounding and leading up to the violation of invasion of personal space. After that space has been compromised by your actions and the woman visibly uncomfortable tells you that she doesn't like your approach, apparently in her eyes to deaf ears. Look, this woman knows what she wants. She can't be made to feel awkward by your obvious transparent con game. You know what I'm talking about. You invented to lure women into situations that will cost them a lot, a loss of their security, your freedom, most important, for your safety. When a woman has been assaulted, the scars are different for each individual victim. There are the ones who become withdrawn, secluded, and prisoners in their homes. And there are the ones who lose it all and need to be hospitalized for mental evaluation. And then there are, I believe, the most traumatic, the ones who overcome the fear of feeling of living freely among others and have redirected their powerless feeling to the no one will ever hurt me again over my dead body. Just know we have the right to say and mean no, and you can't change her or brainwash away her principles. Most women aren't going to tell you that she's been a victim of rape when she meets you or even years later. As for that reason alone, consider how you would feel if someone was to treat your mother, sister, 
daughter with the mindset that you have. They owe you things for things offered. Without being for, for beforehand, that's a non-negotiable fee to be paid on some guy's self-gratifying terms. There's no value of how much they're worth to you and what they mean to you. I bet you'd do anything to protect them. Give your life to save them. And do whatever it takes to avenge them. In thinking about what I've just brought to your attention, you can sincerely believe real woman have int- when, when a real woman has intimacy with a man whom she knows and has no intentions on being more than a late-night booty call whenever you so desire. Really. If you're looking for a little fun without stipulations, there are ladies out there who can accommodate all of the requests, probably cheaper than a deluxe big breakfast from McDonald's. I've been told by other men who at one time or another had the same dilemma you're having. These ladies don't require getting to know you or you knowing them better. They won't argue when you ask them for whatever you want, when you want. And you don't have to deal with the self-righteous babble about marriage and commitment. Also, it's quick and easy the way you like it. No feeling of high expectations. And on one last note, there won't be any charges brought up against you with no pending allegations. I wrote that in terms because in the dating world, I was talking to my sisters today, and I was overhearing that there's a show that's out there that's called uh, Women Who Do Anything for Their Men. And if I were in a relationship, I'd have to say, you know, I'm a rider, rider dyer. So if I had a man, of course I'd do anything for him. But in the cases of what I'm hearing about this particular show, it's saying that women are killing. And I've seen a little bit of forensic files. I've seen uh, 48, you know, first 48. I see how women and snapped and so forth, how we can be tricked our minds of what needs to be really tended to. If your mind, if you're not feeling that you're confident and secure in yourself, it's time for you to let go. This is what I did. You have to let go. You have to do a self-evaluation of who you are. Trust me, when you start looking at that person in the mirror and you can define that person who you are, there's nothing and nobody that can top that. There's nobody that can come in your light that will dim anything for you, but you have to start with you. Whatever that we perceive, as I send a shout out there to my daughter, I have a daughter and a son. I have to represent for them what they want me, what I want them to grow up to be. And that's one thing with a family unit. We have to start early. When the babies are in their stomach, you know, I have a lot of friends that when they were carrying their babies, they read to their babies, they talked to their babies. It was as though that their babies were there. If we start when they're in the, in the womb and right fresh out, then we have a better chance of having a better society, a better society of women who feel that, no, they don't have to necessarily take off their clothes, and no, not necessarily do they have to work for someone else and, and give everyone else uh, general wealth and so forth. <laughs> she said deluxe. Okay, I just got a shout-out on that deluxe. Yes, that's right, deluxe. A deluxe big breakfast. They don't even want that. Pay them about $5, they're good to go. $5, you can get three for five. So why I ask a lot of men that that's what they should do. They should focus on these types of women. And you say, well, why did I particularly 
Why is this guy dating me? Sometimes, and as we are too guilty of this, sometimes we tend to like the same type of person. So you end up with the same kind of guy. You know, the one that may be abusive, the one that may be a cheater, the may, the one, and also too, as I spoke, these are the things that we need to stop. We need to stop hurting our sisters behind their backs and their faces regardless. You have to be very solid in finding out about a man. What is his past? If there's secrets about him and things he's not telling you, if he only takes you out at nighttime and things like you see, we know, and I think it's a more denial than it's anything. It's not purposely that we don't want to know if this person has a past or if there's a family or a wife involved or someone else on the other side that may be hurt. It's not that. But sometimes we think like, well, we're thinking about ourselves. So what we must do is work on ourselves. I say, if in by any chance, if you're raising a little girl, you need to raise her to be more efficient for herself. And I can give myself a little bit of credit because I did very well with my daughter. She is a great young lady. She makes me proud. Dominique, shout out there to Dominique. That's my sweetie face. She makes me proud. Sometimes I have to wonder, did I really have her? Is she really mine? Did I steal her out the hospital? Because she walks with so much pride and integrity, it's amazing. And see, as a little girl, I did talk to her. I told her. I talked to her. She saw how I lived. That means not having been running in and out of your house. That means that if you're dating, you go out today. You keep that away from the family. When I was listening to the minister on YouTube who came with the, let's say, he's talking about the women who are uh, over 40 and never married and house full of kids and different baby daddies. You know what? That doesn't fit my character. Now, I'm not going to kid. I have two children by two different men, but that doesn't characterize me as a baby's mama with a whole bunch of kids and so forth. Now, some of you out there may have already tripped that life fantastic. We can't change the past. It's not going to go away. But what we must do is start installing in our children, especially if they're girls and boys. Yeah, girls and boys need to understand. Young ladies need to understand their place in this world. They need to know that education, and that doesn't mean a white man's education at all. That means get knowledgeable, read, learn how to increase that vocabulary. Make sure that it's not uh, the words of thrive and um, ratchet. All of those words that I hear that we're being called, you know, it really, really touches me in the, in the point that I have to speak about it. Not all women are that way, but sometimes we perceive that way. And see, sometimes people can look at you in that light simply because they're judging you. Generally speaking, all women could be thrived. Generally speaking, all women could be conniving. Yes, I must admit, our counterparts are not as smart when it comes to doing dirt and getting away with it because a lot of times they tell on themselves. Now, this is one thing I can say. A woman is very unique in how she does her get down. And she's good at covering her tracks. And for one, yes, she won't get caught up and she won't ever say she did something. that She, she won't ever claim that she didn't do some shit or that she did. If she says she didn't from the gate, she didn't at the end. She never changes her story. For one, we are already uniquely and ineptly designed to be more on point. 
Now, they used to say we're four years ahead of guys. So if you're 20, then you're dating a guy. His mentality is four years lesser than you. I can't really say because I haven't done the scientific research on that today, but I can say that we are one of the most powerful women. We give life to this world. We should always be looked at in a light, in a light of respect and integrity. We should trust one another. We should uplift one another. We should never condone any wrongdoings against one another. And that's going to take a little bit of work. But all it takes is for you to empathize. For some of you who don't know what empathize means, it means put your feet in her shoes, in another woman's shoes. See what the torment that she's going through and feel it. Don't just see it. Don't take part in it. But feel it. Put yourself, say, you know what? What if I were her? What if my husband was trying to strike up a relationship with me? Or her, my husband's trying to strike up a relationship with her? How would I feel? See, empathy really would change everyone's mindset. The only reason that I'm out here today, prior to 2001, I didn't have any. I was no... There was no gray area with homelessness. There was no gray area with mental illness. I didn't, point blank, I didn't believe panic attacks and things like that even existed. So when I was diagnosed with panic anxiety dysfunction disorder, I was slayed. See, the reality, it humbled me. It humbled me to realize that I was wrong. So before I start to judge the next person, before I start to pick on the next person or make comment or advise the next person, I tell you about me first. That's another thing, too. When you guys come on this show or anybody that's ever been on the show, I'm not really good for second and third. Second and third party shit, I don't really dig. Now, if you tell me first party, that means you tell me about you, then I'm able to believe you enough to trust you. Trust is a big concern. But just as Sapphire said, It's not even about trust. It's about integrity. If you look up the word integrity, you'll see. It means more than just a word. It's a great and big thing. It will get you past anything in your life. It will make you stronger in work or stronger in business. It will make you stronger in sisterhood as well. It's integrity. Not many people have it, but you can acquire it. But you have to lay down all of those vices that you have. You have to change your mindset. Just like with slavery, the mentality that I talked about, you have to change your mindset. That means you're going to have to wipe out all that extra. Nothing wrong with what you do to make a living. And this is, I must say this again, no disrespect for anybody for whatever you do. Because, see, I'm a mother. I'm a single parent. I was a single parent. So I understand. Whatever it takes to make it, make that those kids have food and get them through school, you have to do. I worked a white man's job, corporate job. I did that. And I fought to stay in there even though I was being harassed on the job. I fought because I was thinking of my children. So beforehand, let's start talking to our girls when they're young. Start teaching them about saving themselves, sparing themselves. You're going to get to be a grown-up one day. You're going to get to have sex. You're going to get to have boys, you know, uh, Dating at an early age, that's fine. I understand. You say, well, if I don't let them do it, they're going to do it anyway. No, if you start early and you give them strict, I, to this day, 
And I can tell you that it does work, depending on what the situation is. I told my children about, you know, not becoming parents before they could be able to afford to take care of them, because that's a big deal with me. I only had two children, not because, you know, I, it was just a choice. It was a, it was a decision to only have two children. Why? Because I realized at the time I couldn't afford to have any more mouths to feed past that. So if, in fact, I had three and four children added to that, it would make my struggle harder. So we must embed in our young ladies. Get, get, your, get your mind right. Get your mind on you. Focus on you. Get your self-esteem up. Self-esteem, insecurity issues, that can lead to disastrous situations. Domestic abuse, all of these things. And also, two ladies out there, those of you who experience domestic violence and you have young ladies in the house or children in the house, let me tell you how detrimental that is. I had to, I'm going to give you a story, no names. I had to advise someone who used to get beat. But how her daughter would think. Her daughter was a young teenager. And I had to say, and that's, this is what woke her up. And I couldn't have been more than 20-something years old. I said, what would you feel, you know, if your daughter was getting beat up like you get beat up and she sees you get beat up? See, they can only model what we do. They can only pattern themselves off of what we do. Everything we do, they watch. I don't care how young they are. You may think, well, they don't know. Even the sneaking and creeping with the babies and the young kids in the room while you're having sex, things like that, you don't do that kind of shit. You don't ever disrespect yourself because when they get older, they're going to disrespect you, and then they're going to disrespect themselves. So you have to embed in them to get more positive about themselves. It's not about what they look like. It's not about their body image. It's about what you want out of life to be a better young woman and grow into an astounding young lady. What is it that you want? It's not about listening to music, hip-hop. It's not about going to clubs and partying and things like that. It's really not about all the white man education because they're not really teaching our children the things that they really need. They're only teaching them and polling them for their jobs and their businesses. So they can make money. So you need to put in your children, and it's for boys too, put in your kids that they need to be their own boss, that they can have their own company, that they can do anything that they set their minds to do. And if you're in that childbearing years, you must start early. If I had to do it all over, I started early, thank God. Today, all of my good works, I may have never thought that it worked, but it did. See, I didn't want to bring my children into the world of strife, so I made sure that I did. So that means I had to watch my actions, even right now. My life is public. Everything that I do is public. So I know if you guys are watching, since they are watching, and everybody else is watching. What is it that I want to achieve in that? Well, I want to achieve the lead by example. Lead by example. That means I'm going to represent in the highest of light for all of us. I'm not going to, even some of the pictures I may have taken, some, it makes me feel even I know that is not good. So in that sense, see, people look at a picture and they can say, oh, well, she's hoochie or she's a hot mama, whatever the case may be. It's not really about that. And it's not really not about what you look like. 
Because, see, even the prettiest girls, if they have nothing inside their brain, a lot of men, I hear them say, well, she's dumb as a rock. You don't have to be blonde for that. The bottom line is, see, pretty is what pretty does. And you have to be pretty damn smart on your own self, on your own time. You have to instill in them their power. And that, that's very easy to do. You must uplift them and as well. Don't do things around them that you wouldn't want them to do. That part. So if you are, as my mother would say, having men lay over your children, that's not a good thing. You need to keep your children separate if you're single from other men. And if you're married, you should make sure that your young children are paying close attention to the unit of the parents. That means husband and wife must work together, not work apart. I see that as well. I see some people work together in double parenting. They're together, but then they go against each other. See, for one thing, we can't be on the same page if we're not on the same page. If I say you can't go and then my husband, if I had one, said you can, that's not working together. I think that's kind of what we have had in our black race is that you have one trying to outdo the other, be it by the raising of children, be it by business, money-making, those things have to cease. You have to start from an equal playing field and say, I'm going to give you that opportunity to show me your ass. And then for you, same goes for you. I'll give you the opportunity for me to show my ass. The bottom line is we need to show our asses in the best light that we can. And as women, we need to bond together. As sisters, we need to support each other. We need to not talk about each other too and if you don't like someone don't even hang out with them if this is one thing that I can speak there are a lot of friends and girlfriends I look at the Atlanta housewives those aren't friends if you have some good friends out there like I have a BFF we've been friends ever since we were kids the bottom line we get mad at each other we may have arguments or whatever the case may be but I know she loves me, and she knows I love her. See, love conquers everything. We're going to battle. Nobody's always going to like what you say and like what you do. That's not either here or there. You have to accept them for their individuality. I love her for who she is. She loves me for who I am. I love all of my sisters for who they are. I can't look past into what they do. I can only pay attention to my behaviors. And as long as my behaviors are well, and they're good, and they're in the highest of light, I expect that from everyone who encounters me. And I want you to take this with you tonight, that tomorrow, as opposed to being catty and backstabbing and all that extra that they say that we are, I want you to wake up in the morning and I want you to say, today I'm going to empathize with my sisters. I'm going to walk in my sister's shoes. I'm going to be the best woman that I can be, and I'm going to hold my head high with integrity. And I'm going to give other women the reason to look at me and say, hey, I can trust you, my sister, and we can work together. Sisterhood United, that's what we need. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys tonight. We're at the end of the show. I love you, and I only want the best for all of us. That means for me and you both. Keep in mind that these shows that I do, there's no charge or any of that. So bring to light what's on your mind. Bring to light your cause. 
whatever you want to speak on, if you bring in some business ideas and some creativity, how we can get out the mess that we're in, please be by all guests. I need your help. For y'all out there listening at home online, I thank you guys for making that I made my, I'm in nine countries and one continent. That is a God's blessing for me today. And I thank all of you guys for the love and support. I'm going to keep doing this until the wheels fall off or until God takes me home, whichever comes first. I'm signing off. This is Gina's Group Theory. Much love to my sisters out there. I want you to treat each other with kindness, respect, and loyalty. Peace.